walking fearlessly in the direction of your dreams. Always using your magic and your mind to reach. So don't make your own way and to live up with your purpose. I am royalty. Hey Purpose Peeps, welcome back to the Black Girl Purpose Podcast, and I'm your host, Brianna Lightfoot-Smith, founder and CEO of Black Girls with Purpose. Did you like that? Were you singing along with me? Okay, for those of you who are new, hey, welcome. I'm Bree. this is how I get down. I have super energy, I love the Lord, and I love being silly. I am super excited that you are here with us. I say the word excited a lot. Y'all already know. So I am just feeling recharged this morning. If you have been listening to the past couple weeks, you know that I shared at our last episode, on our last episode for the month of September, how I realized I've been under spiritual attack, that the enemy was attacking my passion for the things that I love. And I came back just on game really and understanding oh you thought you were gonna mute me you thought you were gonna wash out my voice you thought I was gonna stop teaching bible studies nah brother I'm not gonna start doing that in fact I'm about to come back harder and I know you're still gonna come with your attacks but I have people praying for me and with me so you can try but you're not gonna win sorry boo you can try again um I just I have this fire and I have this fire for God and for teaching his word again, which is really exciting for me because as I shared, I just felt like I was running on empty. Every time there was an Instagram live Bible study, I just found myself being not excited, really. Just thinking, okay, well, I guess I'm going to get on here and do the Bible study. And I won't lie to y'all. Part of that was people weren't watching. I love the people who watch. We have people who watch consistently, like my friend Jessica, who has become my friend since the Instagram live Bible study. We didn't even know each other. Or my friend, well, there are actually two Jessicas who watch. And then I have another friend, Bianca Lankford, who's out in the Virginia area. And so I loved getting to see them. But I also thought, Lord, you're the one who told me to do this. Where are the people? What's happening? And scripture talks about how hope deferred makes the heart sick. And that's really what it was. I just thought, okay, God, I my increase is supposed to come by now. So I'm going to keep showing up. But anytime you want to move, you just let me know. I'll be here. And I think that God actually put the onus back on me and said, okay, if you want me to move, I need you to expect some things. And so last week, that's actually what we talked about for the first week of our Activate series is if we are going to activate our faith, we have to expect God to move on our behalf. We talked about how we have to sing and and that represented worshiping in advance, like whatever it is that we're expecting has already come to pass. Then we talked about having no fear, being fearless, or really it's fearing less because we know God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and of sound mind, but fear will try and creep in. So if we can diminish fear and activate our faith, then we'll be able to do all kinds of things. And then the last thing we said is we have to forget our past because it's very easy to think, hey, I tried this before and it was a failure, so I'm not going to do it again. But we know God is not a God who enjoys seeing us fail and that he is a God of redemption. Uh, This week, we're actually going to talk about making room for increase. And this lesson is so good to me. My father, God, he gave it to me while I was in Chicago with my son. And he just continues to amaze me how he uses these small, minute things or what seem like small, minute things to bring biblical revelation to me. 
And when I get into the lesson, you'll see what I mean. But before I do that, I want to shout out everyone who came to this past weekend's fearless event in Dallas. I'm not even going to tell y'all all the things that went down. You had to be there. Um, I am prayerfully going to post a recording from that event on our website, or I'm still praying about how I want to release it, but stay tuned um, for that video, the recap video, and then how we can get the audio from it posted for you. I'll go ahead and let you know, because people paid to come to this event, I will most likely be charging for the recording of it, but it's totally worth it. So I'll let you know more details about that as soon as I have them. And if you're not on our email list, join our email list at blackgirlsofpurpose.org slash join because that's where I'll get that information. Now into the episode for today. So we are still in Isaiah 40, I mean, Isaiah 54, not 41, Isaiah 54. And we're talking about activating our faith. And today's episode is titled Make Room for Your Increase. So our focus scripture for today is actually Isaiah 54 and 2. And it reads, enlarge the place of your tent, stretch your tent curtains wide, do not hold back, lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. So I'm going to open up with a story. I was in Chicago, as I shared previously, for the Go-Getter Conference, and I was there with my youngest son, Jonathan. Jaden was back home with my husband, G. And at some point during our trip, I noticed that Jonathan kept peeing through his outfits. And I thought to myself, why does this keep happening? Because I knew that I had just changed him, or he hadn't been in his diaper that long, or just thinking do you, are you really producing that much pee and as I was thinking about that God revealed this lesson to me and I'm telling y'all it's so good God is so amazing so what God showed me was that the problem wasn't that Jonathan was peeing too much or that he had had on the diaper too long the problem was that his diaper was too small to contain his pee and I'm so sorry if y'all are being grossed out by this but I promise you it's really really good so just keep listening So as I reflected on this truth, God brought today's scripture to me, and I felt like if you get, if I, and I feel like if you get nothing else today, you need to get that God is trying to enlarge your territory. Now, we shared last week that the background of this text is that God is talking to the Israelites, that he, they had been in in captivity in Babylon for 70 years, and he's basically telling them, hey, I'm doing a new thing. I want to start this new covenant relationship with you if you're going to trust in me, and I wanted to take this lesson and share it because we talked about, we're really focusing a lot on entrepreneurs, people in business, people who feel like they've gotten a vision from God and they haven't pursued it yet. I'm really targeting this to you, but everybody who's listening to this, I feel like there may be an area in your life where God is trying to enlarge your territory. And so today's episode is called Make Room for Increase, but it's actually almost a quiz to see if God is trying to enlarge your territory. And if he is, then he will confirm it through these three things. So the three questions that you have to ask yourself if you're asking if God's trying to enlarge your territory is one, does this fit? Two, am I changing frequently? And three, if I commit to this new idea, is it going to cost me something? So one, does this fit? Two, am I changing frequently? Three, if I commit to this new idea, is it going to cost me something? Now, first, does it fit? In this verse, in 54.2, God tells the Israelites, enlarge the place of your tent. And what really stood out to me is that I felt like he was telling them, 
verbatim, make room for your increase. If you really are expecting me to move, you want to activate your faith and you have to make room for your increase. In the study Bible, this actually says God commands his people to prepare joyfully for their future. And it kind of goes back to what we were saying last week about singing and worshiping and saying, God, I know that you have already done this for me, but I'm, so I'm going to worship and I'm going to get excited like it's already happening. So an example for me, when I think about making room for my increase and asking, does this fit? There came a time over the course of the summer where I felt like God was telling me to update my media kit and then update my speaker one sheet which actually I don't think I even had a speaker one sheet so create a speaker one sheet and I did I just looked at old branding stuff and thought oh yeah this is kind of outdated and then I also felt like he told me to do a sponsorship packet so I'm doing all these different things and I'm not really knowing why I'm just being obedient to Holy Spirit's calling so I do the press kit I do the media kit I update our sponsorship deck and I'm thinking okay God if you're having me do this, if you're putting it on my heart to do, then that means something must be coming. And that ties into what we said last week too, having that great expectation. I could have very easily said, oh no, Lord, I may be feeling like you're telling me to do that, but I don't see anything tangibly. So whenever the time comes, then I'll do it. Because we know that if you're really having faith, if you're activating your faith, then you want to be ready before you even need to be ready. You want to be ready even before you need to be ready. People talk about how, quote unquote, luck is when success meets preparation. And I knew that I wanted to be prepared for whatever was coming my way. So I said, okay, God, if you're putting it on my heart to get my speakers sheet together, then that must mean that speakers opportunities are coming. Now, tying back to the question, does this fit? When God has created us to do a specific thing and we're not doing it, there will come a time where we find ourselves getting pushed out because the gift God has given us can't be contained in areas where it once fit. And this tied into the P. I know, again, gross, right? But just stick with me. My son had on the diaper. Normally, diapers don't overflow all the time, but it's like he was growing. He's he's getting bigger. And so as he is getting bigger, he needs a new diaper because he needs a size that can fit all the things that he has to give. And I know the thing he has to give is Pete, but again, stick with me. Now, some of y'all who are listening to this, you find you may be finding yourself unhappy at your job or you may find yourself unhappy in your neighborhood all of a sudden or you may feel your find yourself unhappy in your city where this place that you've once loved is all of a sudden irritating and i believe that if you're feeling that way if you're feeling like hey this doesn't fit me anymore then that may be a key sign that god is trying to enlarge your territory and i want to caution you and say just because it's happening doesn't mean you say okay i'm being frustrated i'm gonna leave if the time is right for you to leave god will open the door for you he will make the move. You don't have to take yourself out of it. And that kind of ties into being rooted and grounded, right? Sometimes we want to uproot ourselves and God is sending a new opportunity, but we leave before it's even time to leave. So that's the first question you have to ask yourself if you feel like, or if you are curious about if God is enlarging your territory, you have to ask yourself, does this fit? And the way you know if it doesn't fit or not is if you find yourself all of a sudden getting frustrated that the gifts that you once had seems like they're overflowing and they, that the space you're in can no longer contain them. So the second question you have to ask yourself if you're trying to see if God's enlarging your territory is, am I changing frequently? Am I changing frequently? And the way that God tied this back into the thing with my son is that the size two diapers, they didn't really fit, but I could kind of make it work if I changed him very often. So where normally I might change him every few hours, I'm, if I change him every hour, then 
even though these diapers don't really fit, I can make it work until we can get some size three diapers that actually fit him. So the way that you tie that to your life practically is that you may find yourself constantly changing and that may look like constantly changing careers. I, at the Go-Getter Conference in Chicago, I know I've been talking about it a lot, y'all, but when I tell you this conference changed my life, it's really what I mean. Um, one of the women who spoke is Monique Patterson of Miel Organics and she was sharing her story of starting Miel Organics and she was saying how she had all these different jobs. She said, oh yeah, I worked over here in sales and I was a nurse and then I was trying to do my own nursing practice and I was trying to do this and I was trying to, and my head was almost spinning at all the different career shifts that she had. And she said that it was because she was trying to do it on her own. She was trying to do it in her own strength. So this was before she really gave her life to the Lord and she found herself going in circles and having these cycles of, okay, I'm gonna do this. Okay, no, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna do this. And she knew she wanted to do something, but she didn't understand at the moment what it was. And that may be where you are, where you find yourself constantly searching, saying, okay, maybe I'm gonna go and start a baseball league. Okay, no, I'm not gonna do that. Okay, maybe I can sell baseballs. Okay. And what's so funny to me is that often the thing that we ignore is the very thing that we should be doing. So you may be a writer and you find yourself constantly trying to do everything except writing because you think, oh, well, you know, that's not really a a gift. That's not really a gifting and that can't pay me enough money. So I'm just going to do these other things. And you find yourself job hopping and it's because God's trying to enlarge your territory. He's trying to get you to think bigger. He wants you to expect that increase. But in order for you to, if in order for you to show that you really expect it, you have to be willing to do something new. You have to be willing to say, God, I'm going to trust the gift that you've given me. And we're going to talk about this more on a later episode of what you are accepting. And when I say accepting, I'm talking about E-X-C-E-P-T. That sometimes we say, oh, God can use everything except this. He can use everything except this. And I know for me, God convicted me because he said, Bree, you have all these things in your hands. And we've been talking about that on the Instagram Live Bible Studies. And follow us at Black Girls of Purpose if you're not already, because we do those every week. But he was like, Brie, you have books and you have shirts. Sell your books and your shirts. And you'd speak. So sell your books, sell your shirts, and tell people that you speak. You over here talking about, oh, Lord, I don't have any money. I don't have any money. I've given you the reason, resources to make money. And you're thinking, well, Lord, I know what you said, but that's not enough for me or that that's not going to produce any money. So let me go over here and do this other thing. Let me launch this product. Let me launch this. Let me launch this service. And he said, girl, take what I have given you already, sell that, and I will bring the increase. And that's why I'm attending this event this Thursday, October 10th, if you're in the Dallas area, it's at the Riveter, and it's hosted by Cubicles to Cocktails. The host, Krista, is an amazing woman of God. She's actually based in Houston, and I'll be attending that event this Thursday, October 10th, at the Riveter, and I'm going to be selling my products. And I'm going to be telling people, hey, I speak. I have to use the gifts that God has given me and I have to expect that he is going to bring an increase that if I show up, if I invest the money to have the vendor table, if I invest the money to post the ad on Instagram, if I invest the money to host an event that God is going to pour that back into me because this is me saying, God, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I believe you can do this for me. And he convicted me too because he said, Brie, you be quick to send out a text like, hey, will you sponsor this? Hey, will you give to this? Which is good because 
old Bree wouldn't have even done that because I was too prideful to ask people for for help. But he said, okay, now in this new season that I'm putting you in, I need you to see that you're a worthy investment. You're telling everybody else that you're a worthy investment, but you're not even investing in yourself. And I thought to myself, oh man, you're right. Because, and that's what's so funny about me too, y'all. I'll be quick to invest in a course or a book or whatever the case may be. But God's like, girl, can you put that money towards your own course, towards your own book? Can you do that? Because if you show me that you believe what I've given you is enough, then I promise you I will blow your mind. I will bring the increase. So the first question you say that I said you have to ask yourself if you're trying to see if God is enlarging your territory is first, does this fit? The second question is, am I changing frequently, which tied into job hopping or feeling like you're always looking to the next thing to make money when actually God has already given you the exact thing that you need to make money. And then the last thing you have to ask is, if I commit to this new idea, is it going to cost me something? If I commit to this new idea, is it going to cost me something? Now, I'll be for real, y'all. If you are moms or caretakers, you know, diapers are not cheap. So I, I realized a big part of the reason why I didn't want to put Jonathan in the size three diapers was because we had bought so many size two diapers already. And I'm thinking to myself, well, God, that's a waste of money. We, if we have all these diapers that we can't use, so I know I have to change him frequently. I know it's not really convenient. I know these don't really fit, but this is what I have. And if I'm honest, I don't want to spend any more money. And the way that God tied this back to me specifically is that so many times in our lives, we don't want to make a change because of the cost, what the cost is going to be. So instead of making the sacrifice or even acknowledging that we need to, that we made a mistake, because sometimes we get into these partnerships with people that we don't need to get partnerships with, or we have a client that we actually didn't need to work with, but money talks. And so we say, hey, I know they're not really my ideal client, but they're paying. Hey, I, you know, these bills need to get paid, so I, and they're trying to pay them, so I'll go with them. And we have to be so cautious of what, who we partner with when it comes to business because God is not, he's no respecter of persons, and disobedience is expensive. I remember hearing that at the Pinky Promise Conference. Disobedience is expensive, and we know that God is a God of grace, and he will still bring redemption through those things, but sometimes we have to lay our pride aside and say, God, you didn't tell me to do this. And so even though I spent the money on the size two diapers, he, he really does need a size three. So I'm just going to trust that if you're telling him to, or you're telling me to get him bigger diapers, then you're going to provide the money we need for more diapers. Or if you're telling me to let go of this client, then you're going to replace that client with a better client that's a better fit for me. Or if you're telling me to let go of this side hustle that I've had this whole time, because you really want me to just focus all my energy on this one area, then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to trust you. It's going to cost me something. You are going to have to make a sacrifice if you're really about this life, if you really want to activate your faith. And only you know what that sacrifice is going to be. And some of the times the sacrifice is fasting. Y'all know your girl will jump on a fast quick. And then there got to be a season, actually over the past few weeks before I got back on the podcast, where I just, I told some of my friends, I said, y'all, I'm really tired of fasting. Awesome woman of God. And she anymore. has a real gifting for teaching. She, she is one of your friends and she teaches me even when we're just right on the phone and okay. one another. So How I'm excited to have her with really her for that and workshop. It's going to be to the conference, the go-getter really conference. Really and, and something Candace said, she said, bosses make sacrifices. And God was saying, okay, this is not about you. This is about the people who are attached to you. I'm having you intercede for them. They may not be at a place where they're fasting yet. Or may, maybe they're fasting from social media, but they haven't learned how to fast from food yet. Whatever it is, 
whatever it is. But if you're really trying to activate your faith, if you want to grow in your walk with God, if you want to grow in your business, you have to say, okay, God, I don't want to make this sacrifice. I don't want to give up this thing or I don't want to get this thing. But this is my way of showing you, hey, God, I believe what you say about me. I believe that you are going to bring increase. And last week on the podcast, we talked about how fear often keeps us from making these investments because sometimes we say, okay, well, what if it doesn't come through? I tried this before. It didn't work for me. But you have to trust God. If you're telling me to do this, then maybe you want to do a new thing. Now, what is so ironic is if you stay where you are, if you keep trying to make the size two quote unquote diapers fit, it's still going to cost you something in the end. Because as I said, disobedience is expensive. What I know to be true is that if God is really trying to bring about increase, he is extending the invitation to you. But if you don't take it willingly, sometimes he's just going to push you out the door. And that may look like you getting fired from your job. That may look like you getting pregnant suddenly when you weren't expecting to get pregnant. That may look like a lot of different things. He knows what our sacrifice has to be and he knows what he needs to bring about in order for us to experience his best and start expecting increase. So that is it for this week, y'all. Follow me on Instagram at the Black Girl with Purpose. Follow our organization Instagram at Black Girls with Purpose, and then email me. I want to hear how you're activating your faith this week. You can do that by going to Brie or by emailing me at Brie, B-R-I-E, at blackgirlswithpurpose.org. And if you're like, Brie, I really don't like emailing and you would rather DM me on Instagram, feel free to do that as well. I'm working on being more active on there after going to the Go-Getter Conference because I thought, you know, Brie, you have met some incredible women through your Instagram feed. So I know you want to take time away and I know you want to make sure you're not focusing on comparing, but now that you know it's a tool, use it properly. So that is it for this week, y'all. I'm super excited about all the things that God is doing. I am praying for you. Um, I am encouraged by you, and I hope that you have a great week.